And then there was only one unbeaten team remaining. Afternoon, Tate. Good afternoon, Jack. You alright? Yes, mate. How are you? <laughs> not too bad. Not too bad. I'm sure that those are fully aware will understand Tate's <laughs> mood right now after... Because it is Sunday, we're recording the day before Tottenham-Chelsea because I'm going tomorrow night. Um, so yeah, day after the fiasco that went on yesterday in the Arsenal game. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll get into it and I'm sure Tate has lots to say. Take um, football away from it, I'm very, very well. Yeah, 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 he's healthy. Shining, <laughs> sun shining. I mean, his, his physical health is good, but I'm not sure about his mental health. Oh, but nice. <laughs> if you take football away from the last, like, week. <laughs> it's been right. Nice. <laughs> I went to go watch Gabriel at the Royal Abbott Hall in Tuesday. Nice. Tuesday, that was all right. Wednesday was Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday <laughs> happened. At yeah. The, we'll talk about that. Thursday, I had a nice chilled evening, made some nice stir fry. <laughs> Friday, I went to the pub with my dad and two of my mates. It was very mm-hmm. nice. And then yesterday was a nice chilled morning. Mm. <laughs> Till about half five. And now I'm here doing the podcast, yes. which I like doing. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, not too bad. But yeah, we'll like Tate said, we'll this podcast. Oh yeah, go on, Tate, we'll, you, yeah, you go we'll for it. So we'll we'll open up with West Ham Arsenal because I still went to the game mm. and it was a lively experience for myself. <laughs> so I touch on some of the stuff that happened that day, that evening. Sorry, and then we'll chat about yesterday's game at St James's Park. Moving on to a preview of Spurs versus Chelsea tomorrow night, which Jack said earlier he will be going to. And then a normal wrap-up of prediction, winner, loser, and all the other stuff we normally mm-hmm. do. But we'll start with the teaser before we move into the, the main part of the show. And with Arsenal losing versus Newcastle on Saturday evening, Spurs remain the only unbeaten team in the Premier League. But who was the last team to beat Arsenal before their record-breaking 49-game unbeaten run? Yeah, I, I, oh, yeah, it's one of those. I definitely know it somewhere, but yeah. All right, nice. It was a long time ago. Yeah, twenty years ago. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Right. So the Carling Cup, Carabao Cup, League Cup, whatever you want to call it, happened this week. It was the round of sixteen, I think, before the quarterfinals. I think. Yeah, fourth round, I think. Yeah. Right, going. I didn't realize how many like awful teams are still left in mm. it. Who's who's that one? Is it Mansfield or Morecambe? It's Mansfield versus Port Vale. Weren't yeah, that's the Port Vale versus Middlesbrough is the one of the quarterfinals. Mm. One of them two will be in a two-legged yeah semi, which is pretty mad. But like we touched on last week, going into the game, I knew Arsenal would make changes. Mm. West Ham, like you, I think you said, you said West Ham's team to West Ham's team. Mm. Whether they make changes or not, yeah, they they did make five changes from their weekend, but from the the game before that cup game. But then if you look at the team, they had. Yesterday against Brentford, it's it's a, some players like that the centre back Mavra Pond, yeah. whatever his name was, and some other players that have played in that. So yeah, their squad they're limited in their players, but yeah, they still made a few changes. Arsenal again made a few changes as well, but the players that come in maybe apart from the centre back is it Kier Kiwa or Kivua Kivior Vieira and Nelson. I mean for me, Jorginho, Trossard and Ramsdale. They, they usually play. I know Ramsdale's been outside, but yeah, both sides made a few changes. It wasn't drastic. It wasn't as if West Ham played load of their kids. Arsenal did the same, but yeah. And I, well, going into the game, so I had my paper ticket with me. Looked at it. It was like row seven, but block one one eight. So you never know whether you're up in the gods. That I don't mm. know how the stadium works, but mm. so I got there, 
hoping I was lower tier because if you're upper tier, it's awful, mm. absolutely dreadful. Yeah, and especially in their way in when it's so far back. Yeah, have you been there before? Is that the first time? I went there. I actually went there last year for Arsenal West Ham mm. and said that I would never. That's what we in Alberta mm. went and said I'd never step for that ground. Yeah. Again. No, the away, even because you were at the home end that yeah. time, weren't you? But yeah, the actual away end is even worse, yeah. But no, I was row seven, f- seat 54, and that is the final seat on the end next to the the West Ham Always the way, yeah, always the way. Next to, yeah, on the barrier. It's, yeah, I'll text you this. It's either a very good thing or, like your case, it was a very bad wow. night. Wow, that was a experience. I, had a, I, just, I just had a headache on my right hand side. I just got a bombardment <laughs> of abuse. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, it's more. We talk about more of your experience that night, I suppose, than the actual game, because yeah, I suppose you have more more to say on that. Yeah, that well, half. You got, I don't mind. You get the usual back and forth, which is which is all good fun. But mm. they are just awful, mm. awful people. <laughs> <laughs> the songs they've got no shame either. It's all mm. it is all a bit of fun at the end of the day. But they're all bolted off their head. Mm. <laughs> they're like literally, you can see their eyes as open as as they get. Um, the Champions of Europe, you'll never sing that song. It is <laughs> grind. Oh, oh, we know what we are. We know our Champions yeah. of Europe. Yeah. I couldn't. From where I was sitting, I think Rice got better reaction in the far corner, but he got dogs abuse yeah. down this end. I mean, absolute <sighs> dogs abuse. Yeah, and he he got. I mean, on the telly, it was it was very mixed. Like you could hear the clapping, but I said like obviously there was boos, but you could hear a boo over a clap instantly anyway. So. The boo sound deafening, but really, yeah, it was a mixed mixed reaction. And are you going to get that? Like, he's, yeah, I know he, he was fantastic for them, and they did win that European trophy in the summer. And but yeah, he moved on. He's on to a bigger club, sold for a hundred odd million. Arguably one of their best players ever. Um, yeah, you you're going to get a mixed reaction. I mean, on the performance, we were just poor in that midfield. The midfielder, Giorgio yeah, it was a pretty Vieira poor game. Havertz is so weak, mm. and they just got overrun by. Yeah, a when, good, when you West Ham yeah. and I said to my dad that yeah. before the game started, who it sounds a bit cliche and a bit obvious, but who, I think whoever scores the first goal wins this game. Yeah, because if we score the first goal, we will get a bit of confidence, play the ball around West Ham fans, get on the back of the team. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a midweek night game, and that, like you said, that their midfield is probably their strongest part when they have their best players, like Alvarez, Paqueta playing with Kudos now, and they that is a good team. And if you're a, a better like an Arsenal or a City or whoever it might be, and you go there and you play a, a weakened side in, in quotation marks, You that levels the playing field. And yeah, exactly that. West Ham saw opportunity and got, and got on top of it, really. Just three sloppy goals, really. The first own goal from a corner. Yeah. That being picky, it probably would have been disallowed, I think, if there was VAR. Yeah, Arteta came out and said that, didn't he? Really poor, I couldn't really care, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Not after yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even on the game, yeah. I, I wanted to win the game, obviously. But yeah. I wasn't really that fussed. But I was just... <clears throat> I don't know. It's one of them things where I'm quite happy he made the changes. Like, I'm not blaming anyone. Mm. But I think he should have made the changes. The, the, the players that played were just pathetic. Mm. They just weren't at the races. I think Trossard's a good footballer, but he was awful. Mm. Even like Sinchenko, who was frustrated with him because he's a very good footballer, but he was crap. He was absolutely crap. Yeah. He didn't get on the ball, dictate the play again. Just sort of Vieira is in and out, in and out. Just looks weak. He was mm. crap. Havertz was awful. Mm. Um, and Eddie wasn't very good either. He just hid the whole game and mm. didn't get any touches and had no service. And the subs that came on, there was no need to bring the subs on because we were already... Done. The game was finished. Ramsdale looked shot to bits confidence-wise. Mm. He had... I don't feel sorry for him, but yeah, the, he couldn't really do much about 
any of the goals. Like the first goal, like straight off Ben White's head. Kudos, very good finish, touch inside. Not a lot you can do about that. Third one was Bowen's deflection. And you think, oh my God, he's had a howler. But if you're a goalie and your shot's coming towards you and a slight deflection happens that close to you, there's, there's very little you can do about it. It was his kicking I thought was really poor. Mm. And he, the reason he got dropped is because he kicks the ball long too often. Yeah. He doesn't. I don't know why they just have the balls, but it doesn't. If he's, Risk if he's play in any doubt, he ball. kicks it long, right, yeah. which is every. This is against everything Arteta wants. Yeah, and Raya is probably a bit the opposite, where he doesn't kick it long enough. Yeah, and he, it yeah, he's probably the one, at, the other side of the and extreme. Plays it. Yeah. So it's yeah, he's trying to find a balancing act, but he just mm. no, nah, he wasn't very good. I not because I, I know you're saying about the team and the selection, and I get the change as well. And obviously, like I said, West Ham made five changes, but. Just Arsenal, like you almost said it, but did the classic that Tottenham have done it. Obviously, I've seen that on first account, but as the game develops, you bring on Saka, Martinelli, and Tommy Asu comes on. Odegaard came on very late on, so he doesn't quite come into the same sort of conversation, but I don't know why managers do it. Just play the side you've picked, and if that's the 11 you've picked, then play them, or play the the team you, you want to win the game with. If that's Saka, Martinelli, and Tommy Asu, if that's whoever, then play him and don't. I just don't. Yeah, don't get. Don't understand why Arsenal did it and so many other teams do it. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. The point I made at half time: we were one 0 down. We hadn't played great. West Ham were one 0 up. Hadn't had a shot on goal. Not even a shot off target or mm. on target. One 0 up. And Arsenal had Saliba, Odegaard, Martinelli, Saka, and Rice all warming up on the pitch. Mm. And I said to my dad, if they want to win this game, yeah, yeah, they're the the, the players are there. If they if they want to win it and go mm. through, they put them on, and mm. within twenty minutes of the second half they'll be yeah they'll like, be yeah back. yeah exactly that. Bring but them I'm, on. I'm also of the but also I'm also thinking as well. I actually want the players on the pitch to roll the sibs up a bit and get I guess they yeah. put us in this issue to so get them out. Mm. And I think you learn more about the players because you have to give these squad players a chance at some stage. Mm. So players like Nelson. Vieira and Kivior, for example, mm-hmm. they have to come in and play games because when, like happened last year, when Saliba goes down hurt and you bring Rob Holding in, he's, he's all over yeah. the place. And yeah. you need it's obviously players. hard. That's obviously like it's a, a debate that happens all the time. But I just feel like you should just play every game with the best team possible. And if someone's tired or they're injured, then you swap one person out, and you that's how you that's how it how it's how it how it should be. I think, but yeah, I don't know. I just don't. It's not a dig, but last time Arsenal won that competition was 92-93. You've been in three finals since that happened, so about 20, 21 years. So last time we reached finals, 17-18, two years in a row, Arteta with Arsenal was bowed out very early, third and fourth round. And I don't know, like we, like I almost say it because I want the same for Tottenham. We got knocked out. We didn't make the round, the third round. We got knocked out by Fulham. So it winds me up because I just think like, Arsenal is there not to win it obviously it's, it's easier said than done but you should be able to beat West Ham Like you should be able to play a good team in midweek and then go to Newcastle and play a very good team there and, and get a result but yeah it's just it's frustrating to see as like a football fan it's like yeah just go out and win win, this, win every but game yeah like you just touched on I want to win this competition because mm. we've never won it in my, li- we'll never won it in my yeah. lifetime and it is frustrating but I, I get it in a sense where it is the fourth competition out of four mm. and it's quite a way down. Like United won it last year and everyone was like, so yeah. what, who do they beat? Yeah. Cholton, Burnley, mm. Forest, and 
Newcastle in, the in Newcastle in the yeah, final, yeah. but going there was yeah. Like and then yeah. what, what what's that what's that cup done for them? No, yeah. Since then they've fallen off a cliff. Mm. Like, yeah, is that? I know, I know. It's it's a it's a tricky one because I I do think obviously it's a trophy and it's great and it's a great day out for when you win it for the person for the mm. team who wins it. But in terms of, I'm trying to try and find the right words here, but. Yeah, essentially it, it doesn't mean... No, no, essentially it doesn't and mean... I think it's such a way down. Even behind the FA Cup, I think it's still quite a way behind that yeah. in terms of meaning meaningfulness. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it definitely is. But, yeah, just... Well, you were there, but as that first goal went in, I was like, which well, is typical. It felt like Spurs were there. It just felt like a... You go to West Ham and you just it's lose-lose. If you beat them, it's like, well, you we should do. You're, we're miles better than blah, blah. And then you lose. It's like, well, they won the World Cup, so... Oh, and I've t- this is that I'm glad you brought that that exact lineup because you 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 Spurs fans often say oh this was West Ham's cup final and all this when they play against you and I've n- I've never really been anti West Ham it's just they're they're who they are they're pretty really I just don't think you've ex- been exposed to it I'm um, oh my god yeah. I said ticked you off the game and said don't you worry man I'm backing you hundred <laughs> percent now I'm on the bandwagon uh. <laughs> no more niceness towards yeah. them <clears> or oh, man or even walking everything about that. Yeah, let's get there. Yeah, the let's ground. talk about your. Yeah, that was all I said about the stadium, the travel, the, the, the away, whatever it is. Yeah. Right, you got to walk through shopping. I hate shopping. <laughs> Even Chompsford, I don't want to go shopping yeah. around there. You got to go through Stratford, mm. and there are a million people there at rush hour, plus mm. sixty thousand people for a football game. Nowhere to eat. No, like, oh, it's just awful. I don't mean, it's I'd, so expensive. No, no, we. I'm having digs at West Ham, but I just don't think it's fit for football. And I'd, even no, you talk to not. all the West Ham fans that I know, and they say the same that goes no to games. Pubs re- around the ground. Yeah, it's, it's very poor. And then what rattled me the most is you have to line up for the security check outside the stadium. Mm. And then you get to the away end and you've got to go for another security check and it's a secu- it's like going to the airport mm. not like one of the classic just tap 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 yeah tap, tap. and it's joint isn't it it's with all yeah. all of like home and away fans yeah it's very they bizarre they like search all your buddy nuts and everything mm. all, all in and around they don't let anything go through mm. and then you go through you give your ticket to someone and then you give your ticket to someone else and then you, we went down to the lower concourse give your ticket again and then you walk over the and like, they check again, don't you they? You walk over like the plank where yeah. the, all the empty seats are down the bottom. Yeah. It's awful. Mm. And you see a chance to check your ticket again. Mm. And then when you go out for a pee, you have to do the whole thing again. Mm. Like, it is the the away part. I'm obviously, for a West Ham, they don't absolutely don't care, which is fine. But the away section, how it's, like you said, like the lower bit, and then there's a huge gap and the, the upper section. It's just awful. Yeah, it's, a, it's such a bad... For so many reasons, and well, won't go. It's an awful stadium. And even getting out, it's just... T- yeah. It took... It took 35 minutes to get from we. I left bang on the full time whistle mm. took 35 minutes to get out from there because you have to go all the way around mm. basically straight and they do the like go stop signs yeah. and the green green like red light thing. yeah it's all the way around bad news and then you get on the track and oh you just because you all then join <laughs> in with the hammers yeah, yeah. and you hear oh there was these three kids ringing their obviously their arsenal mate they must have been like 12 <laughs> what's the score oh. what's the score <laughs> oh, quality oh and it was just like oh non-stop and they're all saying oh everyone's going to say it's like cut final but we we smashed them <laughs> cut Rice like why did Rice Rice could have won a trophy of first no. I, I was the whole way home I was just kept refreshing uh, the Carabao Cup draw count to see please get Liverpool away please get Liverpool away get and they did got Liverpool away yeah which is I don't know, do, I, do we want to play Liverpool twice I know it doesn't work like that mm. but it was just yeah the, the and the fans on that side were just unbearable. Yeah, 
acupuncture injury. One of them, one of them started doing Nazi salutes. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. And then yeah. ran away after the police sort of like saw him and then ran away and yeah. just all sorts of nonsense. Yeah. There was this one guy in a um, full tracksuit, man bag across, uh, and the old peacat. It's a peacat. Yeah, like people lined us up. Yeah, he was like row one, yeah. and he walked up the whole rows. Like there's like twenty rows, whatever. And each row, he pointed at the person was like, and offered every single one. <laughs> made, he made he made me look like a <laughs> like hitch. <laughs> he must have been like eight, seventeen, eighteen, and like literally mm. pointed was like, "Come on, then you want, oh, you want some? You want every single person." He went up, uh, and he did it. Did it from the first half, and did it again the second half. N- none of them watched the game. Yeah, none they just them, did, yeah, just looking away, but yeah. His other guy just kept kept going. <laughs> he wouldn't stop all game relentless mm. I've never ever been sworn at <laughs> that many and then the worst it was 3-0 when a lot of the away fans are left to be fair they were just videoing they were videoing us just, <laughs> I was sat there, one of them video was very me so I gave him a little thumbs up and I wink because <laughs> I thought I can't be honest yeah I'm sure they really enjoyed it and then they loved that and they were like oh he's West Ham he's one of oh, us yeah. oh no and then they were chatting to me like he's one of our own <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh my god <laughs> Uh, brilliant. I did the old, it was childish, we did the old classic, we've been going around online, went on my phone and got the old Millwall badge. <laughs> 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 As I let out the old Millwall badge on my brilliant. phone. Brilliant. <laughs> like the dodgy Europeans yeah. have. Uh, it's funny. Very good. I had Millwall and then tap, tap the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Your PSV top on. And then it was funny because <laughs> when we were walking back to the station and everyone's all bulged together, I get my phone out to have a look and as I open my phone, <laughs> no, <laughs> the Millwall no. badge is there. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Oh crap!" Let's quickly get for that. <laughs> uh, that's good. But no, it was a uh, yeah. An evening to I said, I said last year when I went to West Ham Arsenal, I never want to step foot in that ground again. No, you can't. But can't. a ten pound ticket was. <laughs> it was too good to say no. Me, but yeah, you can't be doing that again. Can't be doing that again. Well, should we move on to the yeah the main event the weekend? <laughs> so. St. James's Way is a tough, tough ground to go to. I think you texted me in the day, you were like, Super Six, what's your thoughts? Mm. And I was like, mm, don't know. We've got a pretty, pretty good record there, to be fair. Mm. Um, Newcastle got a couple of injuries, Arsenal got a couple of injuries. So I think it would be pretty even. I I did think it probably would be a draw. Because mm. I just thought, we're struggling at the moment to score goals. When we're not playing well, when... Don't know. Newcastle, yeah. Newcastle home's always tough. They never yeah. don't, they don't give. Yeah, they are. They they they're, they're, they're good again this year at home, and yeah, I, th- I thought it'd be a, a score draw as well, but and nothing really happened. And it, yeah, to be fair, I mean, getting to the goal and all the rest of the game, it would have probably would have been a draw, really. Like it wasn't. Wasn't. I only saw the first half. I was out after the when the second half began, but it was pretty uneventful first half, apart and from the the foot. The, I said what lit the, t- what lit the touch paper was Havertz's tackle out oh, of nowhere. That was huge. It's just a. Awful tackle. Like, I don't know what Because no- nothing happened. Arsenal played some passes around. Newcastle had a shot that was offside and that was about it. And Arsenal, Neville actually said Arsenal started really well here because they've quieted the crowd. We did just yeah. pass the ball. It was pretty dull and it? it was pretty uneventful and nothing was... Arsenal weren't playing necessarily bad. Newcastle weren't playing good or bad. It was just one of them. And yeah, suddenly Havertz just went Left crazy. On, um, long long stuff, wasn't it? Initial thought, I thought straight red. Hmm. I thought it was going to be a red. I, I did, still, but then... I thought, I thought tackles are red, and that's all the refs sprint over. Mm, that I just thought it was immediate red, yeah. And I still haven't 
changed my mind on that. I still think that's a red yeah. card. Yeah. I so when it first, when when I was watching it live and then you saw the replay, I thought, well, no, like it's a strong, it's a bad, bad tackle. But then you keep like not keep watching, you see it properly, and he yeah, he his leading leg, all that rubbish talk they say, his left leg that was straight out studs up, almost fully catches the uh, Longstaff's leg. But yeah, the fact he was airborne and yeah, it was just yeah, it was just an awful tackle really, and I don't almost yeah, don't know why it wasn't a red. What but I try and um, use is like a uh, calculate might be the wrong word, but if that happens to my player. Yeah, a few. I want yeah. a red card. That's a red card tackle. Yeah. If Longstaff does that on mm. Havertz, I want that as a red yeah. card. Yeah, that is. Yeah, and then the ref book three Newcastle players in the incident it was just a bit of a uh, melee and, was, and don't he know what lost was complete yeah, control he was that moment. Head loss, head loss. Central, he was doing fine, and then that just lost complete yeah. control. And like you said, th- from one <coughs> Arsenal tackle, even Longstaff who got fouled got booked. Yeah, yeah, and then he booked Gordon. For, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what was said, but and you don't know what's happened. But yeah, he booked three players for basically arguing the point and yeah it was just an awful tackle absolutely awful and I don't know what I don't know why Havertz like you said Havertz it wasn't if Havertz had got done before or like had a little elbow or something he just yeah just thought sod it I'm launching myself at this for no reason it was very odd and ironically enough I think he was actually playing okay to start with because he'd been playing in a, he'd been playing on the left side of that midfield mm. or up front with Odegaard out playing on the right hand side and I think that's what maybe suits him a little bit better and he was he was bad alright mm. and he just launched in like there's a way to do that, and there's mm. a way not to do it, and he did exactly yeah, you could, he, what you shouldn't. Be yeah, doing. he could have done the classic like forwards tackle where they do exactly that. Maybe not exactly that, but yeah, they 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 know what they can do. Leave their foot in, and it's just ah, oh, oh yeah, left caught caught him there, left my foot in whatever. But he just yeah went about it. Went it hundred miles an hour. Yeah, it was bizarre. And then what Bruno? Was Bruno's. It, what was that about ten minutes after, or was yeah, it? It was bang on half time. Mm. Forearm or elbow or yeah. How was that not a red card? Oh, I don't know. And that's like obviously the ref might not see it, definitely not. Yeah. But the VR has to. They saw it and they were like, to. and they think they said because he led with his forearm and not his elbow. It's not. It wasn't. It's dangerous. just rub. Like, I mean, it's a red card. It's definitely should have been a straight red. But then also, surely it has to be a yellow card. But I don't know if the VR no, can't can, go back. Oh, and book okay, him. well, then. it's a red card. Yeah, it's a red card. And then he, uh, well, that explains then because well, has he not been sent off? Because later in the game he gets a yellow for that push off. And he shoves Jorginho in the back. Yeah. You seen that one? He tells him to get up. Yeah. Like Again, then, but then him, like Bruno, what was going on there? He, like Havertz just totally lost his head and hmm. was going crazy. He dives in, doesn't he? He dives in, I think it is on Havertz, who misses him, and then he gets up and just yeah. elbows Jorginho in just the head. Just forearms, yeah, it's bizarre, but very that's bizarre. What I think has gone on there is, we all know what Mike Dean said earlier in the year, hmm. and his comments about not wanting to send his mate to the screen because he's getting too much stick. Poss- yeah, possibly. Can you, ima- can you imagine them sending... What was his name? I've got the ref's name here down. Uh, Stuart Atwell to the mm. screen after he's just wound up all them Newcastle mm. fans for not, like, send not off, sending yeah. Havertz off and then booking three of their players yeah. to then send someone to the screen to send mm. like, their best player off. Yeah, and we'll that never. Yeah, and they, they release the tapes, but they'll never release that from the game yesterday. And yeah, it's, it's probably very true that. It's violent conduct and yeah. it's dangerous. He's not nowhere near the ball. The, bo- the pass has been made. What is he mm. doing? How is that not a red card? Yeah, and it's, they'll fall back on the fact that like I said, oh, oh, it might not be a red card. Oh, we, can't, we can't do a yellow, so we'll just move on. And yeah, like you said about Mike Dean and what, what happened before. But yes, but it's probably that oh, we we should have sent Havertz off, but we haven't. So no way in hell can we, if that's we send Shaka, off Bruno. If that's Romero, if that's someone like that. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's if gone. it's 
Casemiro, who mm. gets sent off for everything these mm. days. If he's one of them players, it's a red card. Mm. Like, it just is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's very just a little bit. It's continued throughout the game, and we'll talk about it now. But just the referees and VR, whatever's going on, it just doesn't. Whatever they're doing is rubbish. It's utter yeah, rubbish. It, then that was pretty much half time. And the second half started the same. Arsenal knocked the ball around well. Mm. Nothing really happening. No shot. No. no sh- Arsenal had a shot on target just on half time. Martinelli had a half chance, but Newcastle hadn't had a shot on target. And then they made a double sub, which I thought was quite interesting. They took off Wilson and they took off the other, uh, Almiron for mm-hmm. Murphy and. Did Willock come on? Murphy and Willock, yeah. Willock, yeah. And they put Gordon through the middle. And yeah, Willock, I think Willock went out. I put Jolly in that wide. Mm. And literally within two minutes, that's where the, that's where the goal came from. The mm. ball came on a counter attack. I think it was Murphy's shot that went way wide. He had dragged it, yeah. Headed towards the corner flag. Did it looked off? Did it go off? We'll never know. Yeah. Willock's kept on very well, to be fair. To yeah. Ball. He's done very well to. To w- jump the corner flag, yeah. Yeah. Put the cross in. Something's happened in the middle. Mm. Joe Linton's knocked it down, and Gordon's. An easy, an easy tap in one 0 Newcastle. That goal looked messy in yeah. real time. So then I sat there and we watched it all. Something must be wrong. <laughs> Something looks wrong. Yeah. And then VAR obviously doing the tra- checks on it. First thing they check, as the ball gone out of play. Don't know. Hmm. So then they check for something else. <laughs> Is it a foul? Don't know. <laughs> Didn't even check for handball. Hmm. Don't know why. Is it offside? Don't know. Haven't got the camera angles. What? And then Mike Dean was saying, actually on Soccer Saturday, because Ever- Everton apparently is a very poor ground for VAR because of how. Yeah, that's what my, I didn't hear that particular. But yeah, I heard him say that about some grounds don't, cam- have don't have, have the cameras what? because yeah, but just because how they're built, yeah. they don't have the facilities for that. Mm. So yeah, the I Emirates, mean, the Emirates, uh, Etihad, Spurs mm. will have all the angles in the mm. world. So you'll be able to get a better standard of officiating at them yeah. games. Well, or the correct, yeah, to. or correct, or yeah. Just, uh, but that just weeks ago when you said about offside, they were like, "How do we come out?" And said offside is 100 percent correct. We have all the angles. Blah blah. It's the technology you cannot argue. And then it happened. We obviously what happened happened. And then that yesterday, and with that information that Mike Dean said, well, well, we can't trust anything they do or anything they say now. So let's start from the <coughs> beginning. Is the ball at play? I don't know. Uh, yeah. It looks out of play. I think that's full on 50-50. We can't. It looks out of play. And then yeah. you see what, what everyone now gets the old bit of tissue on the floor and puts the ball <laughs> on it. You see, oh, I've seen yeah. so many of them. And the only thing on that is that it happened in the World Cup, didn't it? Yeah. And if I yes. Think it probably is just. It, I just don't know. Yeah, it depends what you what is considered on then. Because if, yes, the base of the ball might be off, but if the the circle of the ball whether the, the circumference of the ball covers the line then is that I'm not saying I don't I don't know is that on or off I don't know so yeah the, I think like you said the the word they love is inconclusive and yeah I think I'm happy the ball to off. concede the ball was in play I'm yeah. happy to concede <laughs> decision one yeah <laughs> Willick gets the ball crosses it in Joe Linton two hands on the back of Gabriel's neck mm. pushes him Controls the ball with his hand or his arm, then mm. the ball then leads to Gordon, who is who are both in front of Raya. What means you need two defenders behind the goalkeeper, mm. otherwise it's offside. Is it a foul for you? 
I don't. So I don't think he's offside. I genuinely don't think he's offside. But and the handball live takes you. But the handball again. Why they're not looking at it? But it's definitely a foul. It just is a foul. It's just a. It's just a free kick. It don't matter what world, what league, what part of the pitch, who who's playing. It's just a free kick. And yes, Gabriel's stooping low and he's trying to head the ball away. But Joe Linton can't have two hands. Whether he's touched him with the pressure of a little feather or he's thrown him down on the ground, you can't do that. You just can't do that. And like you said, he's, he's bending down to head the ball up. Mm. Head the ball up in the air to clear it. Joe Linton's stooping down to head the ball mm. down into the ground to either set up Gordon or, or yeah. go for a goal. They're going to be a different angle. It's not going to be both jumping up yeah. together. It's just a fash. Two hands in the back. He's two hands on the back of his neck, just mm. pushing, pushing him. He lo- loses the flight of the ball mm. because of that. And like I've said to you earlier, you'll you'll see it today. There'll be a goal kick. There'll be a striker. A little push in the back of the mm. centre half. It'll go down. Foul. No, mm. nothing will say anything. No, it's just a foul. Yeah, and it's the yeah. It's like you said, it if took it happens, six it minutes is. to mm. look at it. To look at all these things, and in the end, they just wrote, oh, it's all all every single decision was inconclusive. Mm. So we can't give it. I, like, I agree. Yes, you can argue about the foul. People might say yes or no, but I don't, just like it's a, it's a that is a like you said, it's going to happen all the time. It happened today, and it will nothing be said about it. It's, a, it's just a free kick, and it's uh, it's just inconsistently like they're completely different scenarios. But you see the amount of contact that Rodri got last week. Mm. He just got a little tug. Goes down penalty. Mm. I mean, there was so he put two hands mm. on the bloke. Look, a, a and Jolin, the thing was, Jolin's in the air. And he's, whether you agree or not, he's put his arms on Gabriel. So he's in the air and using Gabriel to keep his hang time or stay in the air and all the rest of it. So you just can't do that. You just can't use the opposition player to get more height and leverage. It's just a, it's just a free kick. And then so. this just leads to more conspiracy, more corruption, all these, all these buzzwords that are going around at the moment. Because... What is going on? They don't re- they don't release any footage, mm. any any audio tapes apart from Gary Neville who gets to hear all of it, mm. which is is nonsense. These same refs who freelance in the UAE and in Saudi, ma- uh, refereeing clubs that are owned by Saudi clubs, it's just like this. You, it's so the, the optics for the whole thing don't look great for anyone. Mm. Um, there's been referee conspiracy. There's been referee corruption in Italy. Not too long ago, there's conspir- there's corruption every other walk of life. Why yeah. can't there be corruption in Premier League football? And th- the stakes are so high, and this was what Arteta just went nuts about. Yeah, it is he did so have hard a, to win the Premier League. He did have a monumental meltdown, which and was good to see. It's just ludicrous, all these decisions. That VAR was brought in, Howard Webb was brought in, saving Howard Webb was brought in <laughs> to make things better. Mm. Like we said, after the Spurs-Liverpool game, what what credentials as Howard Webb got to save a failing company of poorly run individuals. Mm. They're just the same there's no oh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's oh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no accountability for any mistakes they make. What happened to Andy Taylor made a crap decision oh against Newcastle again, mm. another Saudi <laughs> and he gets demoted to the championship. Which I think put is on the shelf for a bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, poor old Ipswich. Yeah, exactly. Deal with yeah, exactly. Taylor yeah. now without VAR. Like, Surely they sh- they should actually be punished and whatever. Not re- ref, not ref for two weeks and then not paid for that two weeks or something. How can you demote them and then, like you said, oh, if you're a Ipswich Town or a whoever Plymouth player and you've got Anthony Taylor rock up, that's not you're thinking. Oh, bloody hell, we have what a ref we've got today. Like you, 
just yeah creates more problems but it's just absolute nonsense but Eddie Howe said it looked it looked like a good goal to me <laughs> uh, brilliant that's the problem <laughs> because if it was on the other way around Arteta would have to say the same and be like yeah I think mm. it was because you can't say anything against these refs Arteta now mm. will probably get a big fine and a couple of games banned from the touchline because they're just untouchable no one gets to hear what they say no one gets to understand what they've looked at there's no fluidity of it. Well, yeah. I mean, I, again, I'm not. This is what his Art- Arteta said it. He said regarding the first goal from Wednesday uh, against West Ham, he said that if there's no VR, there is no first goal. If there's VR, there's no first goal. I don't want to use that as an excuse, but and then he goes on to say about momentum, and then obviously what happened yesterday comes out to say it's a disgrace, it's embarrassing, it's not good for good enough, and can't accept it. So, yeah, you, there's obviously so much a person can take, but. Within a week, he's his opinion, and he comes out and says it how he, how he feels. So yeah, he just literally lost the plot. Yeah, and he was just like, "This is." And I, I've said consistently, I would happily get rid of it, and that's a goal. Then, and mm. I, I'm o- I'm okay with that being a that's goal. The, yeah, I didn't. I, that's I'm not again. I'm not a go at you or whatever. I'm okay but with it being a goal. Yeah, because it, it would have stood without any. Yeah, yeah with okay no VAR, it's, it's a goal because still because the ref has one look at it in real time, mm. and in real time you have a thousand mm. lots of things going on mm. you've got 60,000 Geordies screaming at you yeah you're going to mm. be under pressure but how can someone in a studio in Stockley Park look at that in the cold light of day mm. with no noise a yeah. little room like we're in now with no nothing no, no background not noise not a foul mm. not a handball mm. and I'd like I said the foul it just has to be it doesn't matter what you say or <laughs> it's do it's just got to be a how do they kick? not have goal line technology outside mm. the goal line like come on yeah, like United got a goal disallowed for that mm. against Brighton a few weeks back. Yeah, surely that's just a really easy bit of technology to implement. Yeah, well, I'd, I assume it'd just be within the goal line technology, but obviously it's not. Yeah, or just have like bird's eye cameras in the ground. Like, mm. Surely that's just an easy thing to be able to do. It's just yeah, uh, yeah. It was just a. Well, like I said I didn't didn't watch it and I saw all the 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 backlash after it all and. Yeah, I just can't believe it wasn't given as a free I'm kick. I'm just fed up of talking about crap decisions. It mm. takes away from the game. Like there was yeah. two really good teams, and weirdly enough, it was a two really good defensive teams played really, really well. Mm. And it would just be marred by a bit of shit refereeing that yeah. has cost one team three points and given another. It was a draw. It was a draw written all over it. Mm. And. It's just, it's so hard to win the buddy Premier League without nonsense like that, and you just can't help but think. You see, Man City get nice decisions. Like I'm going to give the perfect example was when they played Bournemouth. Was it that header that then Ake was miles offside, and they still gave it, and then they apologised to Bournemouth, and then Maguire, Maguire yesterday, he does basically the same. Does even less than what mm. um, Rodri does or Ake was, whatever it was. The goal gets disallowed. It's like mm. my God, they just. It's the inconsistency is just yeah. I mean, we've what awful we've every week. Basically, said that for about three or four weeks, and it's yeah. It's just it's not. I don't want to talk about. It. It's just like fucking like it's just boring, isn't it? It's just rubbish. It's just so. You know, Arsenal had two apologies last year that <coughs> were really costly to our season in the mm. end. When we had the when they forgot to draw the lines against Brentford. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your apology, and then the, the apology for the Ericsson what well, they said it was a foul on Ericsson and they come out and said mm, no it probably wasn't mm. it's just like 
Yeah. And the problem is they that like, apology just doesn't do it, and we all know that. And they the refs can't. Yeah, they just essentially can't do anything about it unless they they get better and they they improve in the game, which they're obviously not. Just yeah, they're just awful. They're just and I just awful. don't think these referees should be allowed as well just to fly out to Dubai and mm. Arab Emirates and Saudi to to manage these t- to manage a league that is funded by two states that own football clubs mm. in the league, Man City and and Newcastle. Newcastle. Their owners own all, and they're the one paying. They pay them, so they get paid by Saudi owners and. Man City owners on a Wednesday and then on Saturday they get paid by the Premier League and have to ref them teams it's just mm. don't want to read too much into it but the optics are just they aren't great <laughs> it doesn't look great does it no no it doesn't at all no and like I touched on earlier I said all professionals now like presenters whoever you are all box like Chisora mm. boxer been a boxer for how long he put out a Tweet saying he wants to fight the UFC guy that fought Fury in Saudi. They all want to go to Saudi. Mm. They all want the money. Yeah, of course. So they're going to toe the line against. They're not going to say anything bad against Saudi. And as soon as they want that money, because that's where it, that's where it is. Mm. That's why Ferdinand's goes out there now. He won't say a bad word about anything like that. They don't want to say. So imagine if the refs come and say, "No, we're not going to do that anymore." They're not going to turn down that money. No. Everyone's got morals and stuff until money gets involved. Yeah, of course. When exactly you've seen it with players that go over there, managers that are going over there, just yeah, money's the the bottom line. And and there's rumours now. Obviously, Tonali's been banned. That they're going to bring in Ruben Nevers on a free, on a free loan for for six months from the Saudi club that bought him. It's like that just stinks. Mm. <laughs> it just stinks. There's something. It's, it's just not right. Mm. But the Premier League don't care because they get more money for it. Yeah, they they have the shirt sponsors. They just inflate the prices. And the only times they'll take action is for little clubs like Everton, who might have spent a bit too much money over yeah, the five years. Yeah, and then they're probably yeah, points. they're probably going to get slaughtered for it. Man City still have was it 127 charges again, whatever it is, but nothing's been said because no one can take on Man City. Mm. UEFA tried it, but, and they failed miserably. But there's corruption. We all know there's corruption in FIFA. Saudi bought the World Cup. Mm. It's bought the 2032 World Cup with a free run at it. That's like never happened mm. in ever. And oh, yeah, you wonder why they all why they're the only country yeah. that wanted it. Well, it's, we've yeah. all seen the documentary on FIFA and UEFA's corruption with Blatter and Platini and how like, how badly it all was. Mm. You're telling me none of that goes on in the Premier League? Mm. Are we that naive to think it doesn't go on? Yeah, and yeah, the Premier League's the richest, the the strongest, the most powerful league in the world, mm. and it's also supported and funded heavily by Saudi and whoever <laughs> else. So, yeah, it's I think. Don't I do not think you lost yesterday because of all that, but it just uh, the optics but, yeah. don't look good. It just doesn't look. Yeah, good. something stinks. Yeah, there's there's something definitely underneath the what you see on the surface that's happening, and probably we'll never know, and mm. we'll yeah we we'll never find out. Yeah, because I don't want to go off too far on a tangent from the game because we didn't play great. No, yeah, you could have been brilliant Newcastle and been four and up. Also yeah. played great. Yeah, but the game was changed on a on a coin flip of, of mm. that decision which was a foul and it's just frustrating because I don't think it was deserved no one really deserved to win that game no yeah it was just def- like you said you, it was destined just, for it a it just hurts more when you see such a sh- oh, it's just mm. and Arteta said he didn't want he doesn't want to be controlled by people not playing the game like it's just it's a people in a room mm. that decide the outcome yeah no they're just they're like we keep saying we said it for weeks they're just awful and right Tottenham have been okay at the moment with 
almost got away with it, I suppose. But yeah, we've got it coming. We've got Wolves after Chelsea tomorrow. Wolves have been oh. basically bent over by the Since refs for the last yeah, but the last three or four weeks. What a shock we've got them away. What's going to happen there when we go to Liverpool away? I guarantee we, we nothing will go in our favour. We'll get no decisions this year. So yeah, everything will come round to each side. But my only positive is I hope <coughs> this game sort of kickstarts Arsenal season a bit. Sort of like a siege mentality. They get together and sort of just heads down because mm. we haven't been great. I don't think we've been great this season. No, we're yeah. three points off Man City. Yeah, two the same yeah. amount of games. But we just we haven't clicked yet. No, I did, I, yeah, you you're like I you think said. that's. I mean, all every club has had injuries, but mm. I think. There's been a midfield three of Party, Odegaard, and Rice for I think it's been 27 minutes this season. Odegaard's still not quite fit, is he? That's why he hasn't really. Yeah, he's. he's They're trying. They obviously want him to play, but yeah, he's not. He's not quite ready. Not quite ready, and Jesus being out again is just another kick. kick Mm. I like Inketia, really like him, and he's a good player. But we've had 11 Premier League games this season. He's like 10 of them. Mm. He didn't have his first start last season till Boxing Day. Yeah. And like you said before, but Inquieta is a good classic like squad player and mm. he can play plenty of games, but yeah, you can't be your your leading number nine when you've got Jesus. And Jesus is so, so good and he would have been perfect that game. Physical game, backing mm. in defenders, holding the ball up. And that's why I think Martinelli and Saka had a poor game yesterday because they mm. didn't get into the game. Mm. One thing I will say that, Declan Rice yesterday was so good. Was he? So good, yeah. He literally carried that whole Midfield, it's mm. a joke. Havertz had his best game. I think that says how well he's played so far. But <laughs> that he should have been sent off. <laughs> he had his best game for us. Uh. But even he should have been sent off because he should have been sent off for that. Mm. And then he had another chack and chat challenge later on. And I said the ref got every decision wrong mm. for every for both teams. Mm. Havertz should have gone. There was a couple of fouls we made. That I thought, well, how was he given that? Mm. But as first time uh, failed to score. Um, this season, 17 games mm-hmm. or the 17th game you haven't scored. Yeah, never really looked like scoring to be fair. No, it's yeah, shot pretty. Martinelli in the first half, and then yeah, was Trossard it Rice who like Rice had a header, sort of headed one. Yeah, Trossard came on and didn't do anything. Mm. But we've got a couple nice runner fixtures now. I think that hopefully we can. You got you got Champions League and then Burnley. I think, Burnley, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Burnley, Burnley home. Then you're going to win about 8-0. There'll be a lot of anger in that game next I weekend. So. I hope so. <laughs> Are you going, aren't you? Burnley, yeah. yeah. Well, as if I um, survive Matt's wedding on. Oh, yeah. On Bloody hell, the goat. I'll have a sore head on, on Saturday morning, <laughs> I think. <laughs> but no, should we move on to Monday's game? Yeah, let's game? talk about tomorrow's game. Monday's game, quick little preview. Yeah. So, return of Pochettino. Mm. I think, correct me, but I think he's going to get... 70-30 yeah I do 60-40 abuse yeah I think return of Poch I do think he'll get a a mixed mixed reaction probably more a lot of a lot of booze and stuff I reckon me personally I'll I'll be there and I think my my dad said the other day actually but we probably won't be but if we're in the ground early and he's he's there he comes out with a warm up or something like we'll probably give him a little clap but I definitely won't be booing him and all that when it starts um, and I, but I also won't be singing his name and all that rubbish like is what it is he he was brilliant f- when he was at us and we absolutely loved him um, he did get sacked as well and it was going terribly wrong towards the end and it's just the way it is and that's the way football goes but yeah he was at 
up until right now, Andrew's only been in charge ten games, but Poch is the the best manager I've ever seen for Tottenham and the most emotion and connected we felt with a team. But yeah, I, I won't boo him. And yes, he's at Chelsea, but not he didn't have a choice. But yeah, you, you're obviously never going to deny that opportunity if if you're in that career and that's your job. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely won't be giving him abuse. I know you're not a big fan of the um, Saturday Social <laughs> program on Sky Sports. Oh, who's the the ginger bloke? Tom yeah, Tomlinson, Joe, Joe, Joe Tomlinson. Yeah. There, was a there was a Spurs fan on there. That mm. I've never seen him before. Flav, it might have been him. Mm. And he said these exact words: <laughs> Postacoglu has done more in the ten games in charge. Of Spurs than Pochettino did oh, in God his whole. Sake. <laughs> and I was like, really? Oh God! If it was Flav, that's poor. No. It might be. I have to find out the person. Yeah, was like, that's terrible. <laughs> Just don't want to comment on that. It's awful. But Spurs, <coughs> if they have, they have the chance to go 17 points clear of Chelsea. That's big. After that 11 big. games. Yeah. Yeah, that is big. It's a, it's the start of a very, very difficult. We got six games. Chelsea tomorrow is the start of a very, very difficult six runner games. Which, yeah, we go Chelsea, Wolves away, Villa. We got City, West Ham, Newcastle. So they're all very tough. But yeah, I do think, I do think tomorrow night, if we play the way we've been playing, we'll we not should win, but we we're more than capable of winning. But Chelsea are your yeah. rugby team. Yeah, and Chelsea, in the same way they played Arsenal, when they play that so-called bigger side and they've got almost less to play for, they don't need to go out and uh, press, they don't need to go out and keep the ball, they can sit back, counter, they've got, they have got some good players, so mm. yeah, all that, with Poch coming back, obviously Chelsea, Spurs absolutely despise each other anyway, I think it's a perfect, perfect game for them tomorrow night. I know I said it earlier about Arsenal or Sam, but I think first goal wins that game. Mm. If you get early goal, that could be. I think yeah, I do. Curtains. Up until the first goal, like you said, if it's them, then it it could kill us. But because then they don't know how what the atmosphere will be mm. like. Obviously, it's been so much more positive. But mm. in the back of your mind, you always think, oh, here mm. we go again. Like, yeah. How is it always yeah. this team? Why don't we have it with Everton every year? We could be last year perfect. Mm. We were top of the league, flying. Play Everton, we lose. Mm. I do think it'll be a brilliant atmosphere until, like you said, that first goal. And if it's not for us, then they could just suck the life out of us. But yeah, it could, I think it. Similar to when we played you a couple of years back at home, and it was I wasn't there. We were actually at the, the stag two that the that week. Yeah, was. this is where it began. But that night apparently was an incredible atmosphere, and I think it could be very similar tomorrow. And yeah, yeah if we get that first goal, it could be. Paul Tierney gave, <laughs> them, gave <laughs> yeah. a penalty. Was meant to give a correct decision. Kick. Correct decision. <laughs> but that's check complete. Check complete. <laughs> show me that foul that Cedric did. He literally mm. went like that, and that's a foul. And Gabriel's isn't. There we um, go. Ed's lost yeah, yeah. Well, you doing right? I'm going to find that video. What are we about? Send that. Forty-five minutes in, you're doing absolutely okay. Send that. I'm going to find that. Send that to the chat. You're telling me this. Yeah. This with this is a foul. Yeah. No, you're right. Because well, yes, no. Also, just... Cedric's on the bench <laughs> just there. Well, yeah. What? He looked knackered as well. Go away. Like he he's on the bench. He looks tired. He didn't uh, even play uh, midweek, did he, either? No, he shouldn't play every game. <laughs> he should play in the Carabao. Well, he should play in that. The EFL, yeah. Cup. Under 21s. <laughs> right, oh. right, right wing for Jack Wilshire's. Get me on Misfits Boxing, Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> and Stuart Howell. <laughs> and no, me versus Howard Webb. <laughs> <laughs> in Saudi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I do think tomorrow we start with a very difficult run. Um, 
but I'd like to think we can we can get a win. Any injuries? No, I think we're all good. Obviously, Chelsea have had their long-term injuries, but in terms of the team they've had played, had playing, and Potter's pick there, they should be all good as well. So, no, I think we're okay. Yeah, I think Reece James is back for them now. Yeah, yeah, I think he is, and Bendikor's coming back for us. So, no, I think we're all okay. Yeah, that'll no, be a good game. I think you'll edge it. I'd be close. One goal, I think. I think two-one Spurs. I'm gonna go. And there'll be more, more Ange loving. Yeah. Big Ange. And then you'll be what? You'll be six clear of Arsenal. Five, five. five. Oh, two at the minute. Five. If we win, five in ahead and of two Arsenal. Two clear of City. And then it'll be two, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, your yeah. Premier League favourites then? No, never, <laughs> never, never, never. This title, wait, the title talk's gonna keep coming. No, well, if we. Here's my prediction. It could go all wrong. I think we go unbeaten, and then we get to Man City away, and we get slapped. We get absolutely torn apart, four or five, yeah. and then that would be the end of us. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of City, I don't know. Just quickly, how good was Doku yesterday? Yeah, brilliant. Well, yeah, we're good. not doing Tim of the Week this episode because no. there's a couple more games, but we'll um, yeah, we'll chat amongst ourselves and we'll put some votes out in the week. So we can all decide team of the week, but yeah, no, I think he's good. easily getting in there. Yeah, he was very good yesterday. He's, what was it? How many assists? Three or four? Four. Four assists and a goal. Yeah. So yeah, he's very good. Well, they are just very good, aren't they? But and Bernardo Silva's little chip. Oh, that was like that Messi goal, wasn't it? Against yeah, it was fine yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah, they're very good. Very yeah. good. Right, should we move on to prediction? Yeah, let's, let's do it. My my go this week? Yeah. So the week just gone was Dortmund versus Bayern and Dortmund got slapped by mm. Harry Kane. They did. He could have he scored three, he could have had six. Yeah. Yeah, he battered him. Four nil, but we both predicted a, a, a Bayern win, so yeah. both have a point on the board there. Yours. Um but bum bum Let's go. Talk about corruption. Let's go to... Go to the Saudi Pro League. No, Syria. <laughs> and we're going to go Monza at home to Torino. Bloody hell. <laughs> Monza v Torino. I'm going to go Monza nil, Torino 2. <sighs> it's Monza. Monza. Yeah. I'm going to go... Monza win one nil. Boring Italian, horrible, <laughs> scrappy one nil. I think old Pablo Mari pl- used to play for Monza. Well, he might still do. I can't remember. <laughs> um, right, winner and loser of the week. Do you wanna kick off? Yeah, mine's my winner's pretty simple. We just mentioned him, but yeah, I'm gonna go Harry Kane. Hat trick in his first De Classica away at Dortmund. Four nil win. Fifteen goals. And it's the fifth of November today. Yeah, just what a player. Just is a is a ridiculous striker and very good finisher and yeah, hat trick for Mr. Harry Kane. How bad is the like term de classico as well? Yeah, it's just all it's just ugly. literally what it translates like any what El Clasico, right, how can we say that in German? De Clasico is still for Yeah, and Dortmund Bayern doesn't doesn't really have the same ring to it, does it? No. Yeah. I don't know. We don't have one luckily we don't have one in England, do we? Like a they're, the str- they're struggling to get a, a classic area. 
They say it the same in French as well. It's, it's PSG Marseille. Oh. That's the, that's the classic. <laughs> oh, the, God. Yeah, no. I mean, if anything, they, are they, in, they say it's the biggest game in the Premier League is United-Liverpool, mm. which I've always thought that. Mm. Is that yeah. They've always yeah. said it. But yeah, at least they don't call it the classic. Yeah. <laughs> My winner is also another Harry. <laughs> Harry Maguire. Really? I've gone nice. what? I mean, everyone will know I'm not his biggest fan at all. To put it politely. But after 30 seconds of the game against Fulham, he got a, what he headed the back of one of the strikers' heads and like looked <laughs> groggy as anything. I was like, he's got, he had a cut above his eye and was like, no, nah, mm. he's he's surely done here. But I battled on, and in the second half, got another whack as well, and he mm. just looked so out of it. <laughs> the troll. And I was like, how has he not been subbed off here? Mm. Yeah. But you know, he continued playing. He was playing some nice passes as well, defended reasonably well, and. Yeah, they won one nil. One nil away at Fulham. He kept a clean sheet. Got whacked about a bit, but <laughs> he had good heart and character to to carry on. So I thought, if I give him a stick when when he plays well, I've got to yeah. give him credit when he actually plays okay. Yeah. So. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, Harry Maguire winner. Nice. Um, I'm going to go for my loser of the week. I'm going to go for Swindon Town this week. Yesterday. Swindon Town really? Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, we can talk about it together. Yeah. Well, like you know, they. FA Cup first round yesterday. They were at home to Aldershot of the National League, and they lost seven four. And like I've said it, but there's no disgrace in losing to a team below a league, a team that's a league below you. There's that, obviously that's not the issue, but they were seven nil down <laughs> after yeah, sixty seven. minutes. Yeah. After the yeah, the seventh goal scored in the fifty eighth minute. Um, it's just a disgrace. Swindon a tenth. Yeah, and Swindon got their first goal in the seventy fifth minute, mm. and got two in the ninety second, the ninety fourth. Austin yeah. got two. And yeah, they've got Charlie Austin up front, and yes, he's older and he's. He's not the, quite the same player he was, but yeah, seven 0 down after f- fifty-eight minutes to lose seven-four at home to and there yeah, Swindon a tenth in League Two. Ultra quite doing quite well this year in the National League, but yeah, that's awful to concede seven goals. That's terrible. And uh, and you touched on and at home as well. Mm. And I mean, I I've looked briefly at Swindon's team. It's not as if they made wholesale changes. They Charlie Austin was playing up front, so it can't be can't be that bad a side. Yeah, no, Swindon Town. A, I saw that and I was like, seven yeah. nil, are you serious? Yeah, because I, I, I always look for like a random, because stuff comes up on Twitter and scores and stuff, but nothing really happened this week. And then, yeah, I looked at the FA Cup games and I said, oh, there must be an upset or something. But yeah, seven goals sticks out. So yep, Swindon Town, loser of the week from us both. Right, let's end on, on the teaser. Mm-hmm. And with Arsenal losing versus Newcastle on Saturday evening, Spurs remain the only unbeaten team in the Premier League. But who was the last team to beat Arsenal before their record-breaking 49 game? Ah, so yeah, the the game they lost, obviously, before they started the massive run. Game 50. Ah, I mean, not that I knew Game 50, but that's where I was thinking. Okay. Hmm. Oh, God. I mean, I'd be very surprised if you knew this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know this before you yeah. found out? Yeah. yeah I, could, I think I could probably name the the 49 game run. And then the game. I, if you, I could name you every single result and goal score basically in that run. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go Coventry. No. <laughs> no, I don't. I it's a, it's a, it's a, give you one clip. It's a Premier League team over the last two years. Hmm. Brentford. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're 
of Brentford in the Premier League about 20 years ago. Well, yeah, that's stupid for me. You said last two years, so... Yeah, it's probably, it's probably, yeah one of the teams <laughs> in the last two years been there. Uh, Leeds. Yes. Ah, yes. They lost 3-2 at home to Leeds United. Um... It was Mark Viduka goal in the 88th minute. I do remember. I do remember crying my eyes out <laughs> when, when Viduka scored. Like, oh. Got it. And the worst thing was we had had tickets. We had we had tickets to go. So this was the third from last game from the season. Mm. The game before, we'd just thrown away a two-nil lead away at Bolton. Bolton were another bogey team. Mm. And you that, that was prime bolt. They were yeah. good though. They were I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> JJ Kutcher sliding awful. about. Yeah, and we were three. Cl- we basically threw it away because we lost, dropped two points there, mm-hmm. and then we dropped three points against Leeds. That was five points, and we lost the league by five points. Mm. But the next, the next game was the first game of the sixty. It was the forty-nine game. We beat uh, Southampton six-six-one, mm. and then the game, the last game of the season, we had tickets for at Stadium Alight. So we went all the way up to... We we won 4-0, but it was obviously a dead rubber. Yeah. But we yeah. were hoping to see the trophy lift there. Ah. But alas, it was. We had to wait another 12 months to go. We went the whole league up. Went the whole season unbeaten. Just like Spurs ball this season. <laughs> no, no chance. <laughs> right, I think that rounds it all up. Yeah, yeah. We're it's back good. again next, next week. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is next week the last week before another international break? Possibly, I haven't looked to be fair, but I know there's one I coming up. It is, and mm. then we play Burnley on the 11th, and then the next week is international. Yeah. And then we're back. Yeah, come on, there's another one. Never but good. again, yeah, we're <coughs> hopefully you all enjoy it. Yeah. I hope the sound works all okay this week. Yeah, I think I swear, I think my volume was a bit lower the other week, but it's all good now, I think. Yeah, and again, continue all to be lively on the socials and interact with us all, and mm-hmm. yeah, if you've got a friend who hasn't listened to it, share it, share the podcast around, and keep... Keep us moving up the charts, hopefully. Yeah, keep supporting us as you do and yeah, sharing it and passing on all the rest of it. So yeah. And we'll see you next week. Stay, stay loyal. Stay loyal.